Hello, 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 and welcome to Courageously Kind. I'm Maddie. And I'm Liz. We're twin sisters and best friends. Together, we share stories of especially kind humans doing especially kind things in hopes that these conversations motivate and inspire you to be kinder to yourself and others. When we're not speaking with an incredible guest, we'll speak directly from our hearts about what it means to us to be courageously kind. Although we've talked about Face Equality Week before, this week is Face Equality Week, and we wanted to tell you all about what Face Equality Week is, what the theme for this year is, and things you can do to support the Face Equality Movement. Yeah, so Face Equality is a year-round movement. It's not specific to just this week. But we really use this week in particular to try and reach people we haven't reached already. Uh, We really encourage people to share the message of face equality to, again, people who haven't heard it before. And we use this opportunity to grow our movement. Last year, we, we were aware of Face Equality Week, but we weren't really like full-fledged content creators yet. Liz made a video for Face Equality International during Face Equality Week, but we weren't really the creators we are now. So it's really exciting this year to be able to share resources and to share about what Face Equality Week is and how people can get involved. Absolutely. So if you're scratching your head going, girls, you haven't told us what is Face Equality? It's exactly how it sounds. It is equality, fair representation, anti-discrimination against anyone with a facial disfigurement. And this is really important because sometimes there are laws, legislation, not in the U.S. alone, but, you know, across the globe that don't specifically protect those with disfigurements. And so often, people can experience discrimination in the workplace, in school, because of the way that they look, and because there isn't legislature to explicitly protect them. So face equality, really, it's a global campaign. It's not just in America or not just in Europe. And the conversation looks a little bit different, I think, in each country, depending on, like Liz said, the different legislation and and government protection of people with facial differences. But the core of it is really the same, right? Everyone just wants to be treated fairly, treated equally, represented, and to be seen and heard and loved. So the theme for this year's Face Equality Week is education, which is right up our alley, right? We think that the reason why people maybe say things that are inappropriate or don't know how to approach facial differences is because of a lack of education. So this this week is a perfect time to start or continue a conversation on the need for education of facial differences and disfigurements for our children and for adults as well. You know, Maddie, you took the words right out of my mouth. The big problem is not always evident, 
Um, in my personal case, I haven't experienced a whole lot of, you know, in-your-face bullying. Um, but I certainly have experienced the f- effect of uneducated people. And a lot of people just don't know where to start. Some people don't even know it's an issue. So there's a lot of work that has to be done. But I really loved that this year's theme was education. I do too. I do too. And I think I think a lot of the things that Face Equality is campaigning for, like education is the start, mm-hmm. right? Like teaching about these issues, teaching about differences and disfigurements is the first step in inequality. I was just I was just reading a study and I actually just made a TikTok about there was a recent research study that talked about how I mean recent in and like two, 2019 mm. um that talked about how scientists from the University of Pennsylvania School of Medicine actually found scientific data and evidence mm-hmm. that we have unconscious negative biases toward people with facial disfigurements. And they saw similar results in other stigmatized groups of people. So unconscious negative bias toward people experiencing homelessness or people experiencing drug addiction. And I thought that was so powerful. And I think there's a lot of factors to why we have these unconscious negative biases and i think i think representation is one of them absolutely but i think a lack of representation comes from a lack of education yeah it all goes back to education but what you're saying representation is so important and people don't realize it when it's not them you know yeah when somebody has been able to relate to characters in a positive way mm-hmm. or see role models or heroes that look like them, they might not realize that not everyone has that opportunity. And we've talked about this in our Face Equality episode we posted a few months ago. Mm-hmm. But it's worth repeating. It's worth repeating. Many villains that you see are depicted as having scars. Or being, you know, these big scary monsters, I use the quotations, that look so different, you know? I can vividly remember as like a little kid, when everybody would play princesses, there wasn't a princess for me. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. And again, that might not seem like a big deal to somebody who's always seen themselves. Yeah. But it's a huge deal to someone who's never seen themselves. Absolutely. And I, I feel like in in media, when people with differences or disfigurements are portrayed, you have like these two common tropes. You have they're either the villain and they're scary and they're someone to be feared or that they're helpless and hopeless and someone to be pitied and, you know, that they lead these terrible, horrible, sad, tragic lives. That's just not true. Right. They're normally, if they're shown not as a villain, they're shown as someone that the protagonist has to help or has to fix. I posted a TikTok a little while ago about fair and equal representation. Somebody said, well, what about the Beast from Beauty and the Beast? 
I was like, have you not watched the Beauty and the Beast? <laughs> the whole film, she's trying, or he's trying, to make himself look like societally beautiful. Societally? Is that a word? Socially? Socially? There you go. <laughs> socially beautiful again. Yeah. So, socially beautiful again. So it's it's like we need characters that look different, that aren't villains, but also maybe a protagonist. Maybe they're the hero. Absolutely. We have a long way to go in terms of of face equality, but I think education definitely is the first place to start. You know, if we don't know about these issues, we don't know about these things, how can we ever paint them in a positive light? Right. It all goes back to if we don't know, how can we help and how can we fix it? You know, it's so important to want to fix these issues, but we have to understand why they occur in the first place. And that might be having to call out negative representation when we see it. Absolutely. You know? I think it's so important to hold people who are creating this 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 content accountable. If it's portraying people with facial differences or disfigurements, inaccurately or in a negative light yeah and it's it's difficult because you know i love films like the lion king i love faith for the opera yeah and you don't have to like cancel them you don't have to not acknowledge the art that came from those productions, but we have to acknowledge the harmful depictions. Absolutely. We have to call them out. We have to say, you know what? I love this, but maybe it's not treating everyone with dignity and respect. Yeah. Yeah. Starting that conversation and just saying... You know, maybe this is not okay. Maybe we need to rethink how these characters are portrayed. Is the it, it you know, it really is the the first step. And mm-hmm. I keep saying that, but education is the first step. Asking these questions and and diving into these topics, having these conversations is the start. And you know, our big hope is that this conversation sparks a conversation within within your household or your family or your community, you know, if we're not talking about these things, nothing will ever change. Absolutely. So you might be saying to yourself, girls, I want to get educated. How do I become educated? A great way to start is to go to faceequalityinternational.org. Yes. They have just launched a education hub. They have a lot of wonderful blogs, stories, really fabulous resources, and it's a great way to get started. Another thing is to actively seek out creators with disfigurements. They're out there. They're willing to answer questions. They're willing to educate. This is a great way to, you know, fill your time, diversify your timeline. 
and your feed and, you know, learn something from the people experiencing it firsthand. I think now more than ever with social media, it is, it's easier than ever to find these resources, to find creators with differences or disfigurements and to learn about these things. I think this information is more accessible than ever and it's our goal and the goal of so many other creators and of Face Equality International to make these educational tools and resources accessible to everyone, to parents, to kids, to teachers, to anyone who wants to learn more about how to be an ally to the facially different community and anyone who just wants to make the world a kinder, more inclusive place. Absolutely. And before we let you go, we know that there are a lot of movements out there, a lot of causes to care about. Wonderful causes. Wonderful causes to care about. And it could be difficult, you know, to try to educate yourself on a plethora of things. So, if you could take maybe one or two days out of your week this week to educate yourself on face equality, to learn how you can get involved, that's all you have to do. All you really have to do is care. And I don't think we can, I don't think we have a limit on what we can care about. I totally agree. And I think even just starting a conversation, asking someone, hey, have you heard about face equality? Or, you know, just starting that conversation with someone and and continuing the conversation throughout the year and throughout our lives can can really help this movement become a reality, can help face equality become a reality, and can make the world a better place. Absolutely. That's all there is to it. So happy face equality week. Woo-hoo! If you have any questions about face equality, you want to learn more, you want more resources, feel free to hit us up on our Instagram or our email is courageouslykindpodcast at gmail.com. We love answering questions. We love hearing from you. And we love to be able to share resources with you. So, yeah, any questions or wanting additional resources, just let us know. We'd like to give a huge thank you to Anna Waltz Landscape Contracting for their support of Courageously Kind. Anna Waltz is a family-owned landscape contracting company in Berks County that has served Pennsylvania for over 35 years. If you're ready to get your landscaping project started, visit AnnaWaltz.com landscape.com or call 610-916-7070. Anna Waltz Landscape Contracting, beautifying Pennsylvania one yard at a time. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this episode, feel free to share it with your friends, your family, or anyone you think might like it too. And if you want to support the show, leave us a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. It really does help. Or check out our merch store at courageouslykind.org. Take good care, and we'll see you back here real soon.